Orale, Holmes, it's me, Little Hater, the best podcast in Long Beach. And this podcast is brought to you in part by AvexCon Audio. That's right, those are the microphones I use for this podcast. Just click on the link in my description or go to Amazon or Walmart.com. <laughs> what it is, what it is. Podcast. Yo, what it is, what it is with the best podcast in Long Beach, California. Often imitated, never duplicated, but you know what it is. Before we get started with today's episode, a big shout out to our sponsor, AvaxCon Audio. That's right. So if you want to be a podcaster like your boy, Tacos and Workouts, go to Amazon or Walmart.com and get yourself some of these microphones. With us today, we have Young Bees Comedy. That's right, man. Yeah, put put that microphone up there. Hey, you know what it is. Started, you man. Also get this in the callejones downtown. <laughs> you might find it in a van. The vato with the jacket. Remember the vato with the jacket? What you need, my boy? They had Got you. It, it, that vato had everything, right? They had a fucking uh, I tripped out, dog. We need more of those guys, man. They, yeah, it's like a lot of those vatos retired already, you know? Hey, you know what it is? That vato became a hipster. Now oh. he has like hummus and fucking pita bread. <laughs> you know, it's not the same. he's not hustling the same no more, dog. It's a different kind of hustle, it's man. A different hustle, but the hustle's real. We we're just talking about. <laughs> yeah, it, the man. hustle is definitely Everybody's real, man. That dollar, homie. Yeah, that's like, right. Everybody's trying to make that dollar any way possibly they can, anyway, man. Anyway, fucking selling cheeks de todo, right? <laughs> <laughs> shit, Beautiful that. city too, zombies. Look at this. Yeah, man, that's this is my backyard, man. And love uh, it, love <laughs> it, dude. Love it, love it. Hell yeah! And then finally, thank you for having me on yeah, your podcast, man. big dog. It's been a minute. I've been always running around and like a chicken with no head and shit, right? Yeah, but tell the people why you're always running around, man, because okay. they really want to know. Okay, so um, the reason why I'm always busy is because for one. I'm always doing different shows. I'm on different podcasts. Plus, I'm a full-time dad. Um, I'm also, I've been writing my book. I have a, I'm, I'm going to publish. I already have one book published, but I'm going to publish my second book. It's going to be a story about my life. I don't know if you've heard my story. Uh, pretty much from 12 to 19, I was in jail my whole life. I was a fucking, like, career criminal, all that good stuff. And, um... It's pretty much talking about all the experiences that I went through, right? And the reason why I'm writing this book is because I want, you know, there's pretty, there's, I, the way I look at it, like, there's a lot of chavalitos out there, right? Still like me, fucking long socks, I mean, stupid, right? And they think, oh, this is all I can do. This is all I know. You know, this is all, I like, this is the life for me. So I'm writing this book so people know, like, there's more out there. Huh? There's more than Long Beach. There's more than East LA. There's more than Baldwin Park. Like, there's such a big world out there. You know, up until the age of 1920, I never came to Long Beach. I'd never been to the beach. I had, I didn't learn to drive a car until I was 26, though. Wow. But I knew how to jack a car. <laughs> I knew how to rob a motherfucker. But I didn't know how to do the basics. And, you know, back then I thought it was cool. I don't see me. Now I look at it and I was like, it was sad, dude. Like, I, I lived a sad life, you know. Now I'm happy, you know. And, and, and I have the same energy running that I did to commit those crimes, to commit to the community, to get back to the raza, you know. Yeah, I understand. But, you know, some people might might be quick to judge, you know, you be, for your past. But yeah. uh, I think that sometimes we, we become a product of our environment. Exactly. We do. We, so, and we do. I, I agree with you. Like, if you grow up in the shitter, you're going to be toilet paper. You know, that's how it is. But I feel like you can break that cycle. You know, I was in jail for over 20 years, 25 years. And I'm in the comedy scene now. You know, when people see me, they'll see me on the street. Oh, my God, young B, can I get a tip picture? You know, back in the days, 
I was only taking mug shots. So now it feels good when somebody stops by and be like, hey, young bees. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. You know, it's like a like a different feeling. You know, it makes you feel good like you're doing something right, you know. So to everybody that's sitting out there, like, if you have that dream, follow that shit, dog. You want to do this podcast? Aquí estamos comiendo tacos and working out, right? <laughs> yeah, it's man, cool. we're, we're doing it the best way we can. You know, when you, That's the only way we can. If, 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 if you want it bad enough and you try hard enough, dreams do come true. I, I agree with you. And you know what? One thing I would tell people is don't wait for the right moment. You know, people are like, oh, next year when I get that taxes or when my hyena stops cheating on me or my jefita doesn't throw me out of my house. Fuck that. Do it now, dude. Like, stop waiting till tomorrow. If you have a dream, fucking follow it today. Like, take, and you know, another thing is, like, don't set yourself up for failure, right? Like we were saying, right? Yeah. Like, people are like, I want to be, you know, the next fucking Antonio Banderas. I want to be the next George Lopez. Start small, you know? Like, know your limits. Hey, you know what? I'm fat. I can't run 10 miles. You run one fucking mile, you know? Comenzale de pasito, pasito. And you'll see how it, like, it's more realistic. It's more reachable. And it feels better, you know. Yeah, for sure, man. That's that's baby steps will get you exactly, uh, uh, you exactly. know, a, a lot a lot further than taking those steps at all. Exactly. But let's talk about that comedy, man. Like, t- okay. tell us how you got got involved in the comedy. So the way that I got started in comedy, right? I just got out of prison. I'm working at a fucking company, right? And um, you know, one thing about me is like, you know, like I've always had that vibe of being funny. You know, you've been in a fucked up situation, say something funny, go like, pinche George Lopez or something, right? I always said stupid shit. And, and to me, it came from being in fucked up situations, and I just tried to look at the bright side. So one day, one of my coworkers signs me up for an open mic, right? And they're calling me at a, in a place called the Sunset Room. Shout out to the Sunset Room, right? They got great food. You want to get some food? Check them out. City of Hacienda Heights. So we're eating right there, right? And uh, they're like, Victor Zapata. And I'm like, why are they calling me? Like, did I lose my debit card? I start checking my pockets. I'm like, fuck. Like the cops are looking yeah. at me. And I, and I used to do cocaine, right? So I'm like, fuck. Did I leave some cocaine on the toilet? Like, what the fuck, right? She's like, you're, we're waiting for you, the DJ. And I'm like, I ain't fucking asked for a song. So I go through and he goes, bro, it's you. And I'm like, fuck. Eh? So I go out there and I just start talking about my, my life, you know, like how I used to fuck up at work and how I was in jail. And it did good. The comedy hit because I feel like it was relatable. You know, like, who hasn't punched in late to work and lied? You know, who hasn't went to the bathroom five minutes before you got to punch out and hide in the bathroom for 10 minutes? Like, fuck, I'm going to get off in 10 minutes, right? It's stuff that we do, right? So that's how I got into it, and um, I fell in love, man. The minute I picked up the mic and I hear the people laugh, and it's, I, I fell in love, man. It, it was like a... Like, I knew I belonged there. You know, have you ever had that feeling when you feel like it's a calling for you? Yeah. I felt like that. Yeah, for sure. To see the people. Because, you know, back in the days, white people would be scared. They're like, oh, my God. Honey, come over here. Now they're like, oh, my God. It's the cholo. <laughs> and it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool feeling, man. It's a real good feeling, man. So, man, I love comedy, dude. I love doing it. I love, I love making people laugh. I, I, love, I love the fact that I'm able to be here and share a message with, you know, all of us. You know, it's cool. Yeah, what what kind of advice would you give for someone that's just starting off uh, trying to do the comedy? I would say this. Um, like I was telling you, being funny is not good enough. You know, everybody's funny. You know, funny looking, you know, whatever, funny walking. You know, I say if you really want to pursue this, don't expect to be good right away. Um, find your niche, whether it's dick jokes, mama jokes, whatever it is. Feel comfortable. Pace yourself. Because me, I've been doing it for three years. 
And there'll, there'll be times where I'm all up in the mix and I'm like, oh, windy, like, oh, son of a bitch, I'm dying. But I really am dying, you know? It's a, it's a process, you know? You have, to, you have to learn what lands and what does it. And what I, the advice I give to people is uh, you're only as funny as the people who perceive you, right? So let's say you're doing like an all-black crowd. Yeah. You know, do something that they can relate to. You know, you're doing white. Do something that Mexicans and white people could relate to. Mexicans do Mexican. You know, like, be a prodigy of your environment. Like you said, you know, use that same mentality to that. You know, the same hustle. Yeah, I like I like what you said right there. Uh, you know uh, that it hits different because yeah. uh, you know you've been doing comedy and yeah. and I you've probably done so many different venues, right? And yeah. and I've done comedy, um, you know, uh, a couple of, of places, right? Still beginning, mm-hmm. but some well, of the you got up there. Yeah, good. I got up there, but some of the jokes that I went to did, did, to do the week before, everybody Kill. laughed. Killed. killed and then the exact same joke sold the exact same way in a different crowd and there was no reaction they're all they're, they didn't get it yeah. so, so so yeah so you know what it is is sometimes you say orale you, you know you word it different maybe you say dude or or bro or look at this guy you know and then one thing I say is the more you, you act it out the more the people feel like it's a movie you know like orale boy <laughs> you know the more you move the more animated you are the people are like oh my god go 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 you know, and one thing I learned is if you come in, like what I started doing is like, you know how people like work out before they fucking, you know, do something. Me, I just like, I get myself in the vibe. Like if I'm going to go up, I'll, I'll get myself ready. Like if I'm going to go like on a mission, boom, and then just go out there and be like, oh, yeah, you, you, you yeah. amp yourself up a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And what I learned is, you know, because it's easy to like pick on people in the crowd. It's better to make fun of yourself. That to make some fun of somebody, you know, because that way people don't get all butthurt, you know, because a lot of people get butthurt. They're like, oh, my God, he keeps talking about me. You know what I mean? You've seen it. No, I totally get you, man. Check this out, man. One time I went to a, to a comedy show, and the comedian, he was a he, he, he was a big guy, right? And I'm a big guy. He starts picking on me and telling me how fat I am, right? But but like, but bro, you're a whale too. Yeah, exactly right. My my thoughts exactly. But since I'm a com- uh, a comedian, you don't get butthurt. You know, you know, I didn't want to. Ro- I didn't want to heckle him yeah, out of respect, see, right? Sucks. Yeah. So, so I, like good. he he came at me, and I'm like, I can't say nothing because because you could have had a comeback, yeah, right? Yeah, I had one. See, and I was like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, you're like with a gun. <laughs> I'm like I'm like motherfucker. I thought I thought they closed down Sea World. I could have done some <laughs> shit, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. But I just pointed to him. I pointed at myself, and I pointed at him. Like we're the same. And and then he goes. He, he, like, I didn't say a word. He Stone knew. cold face, and he goes, "Oh shit!" He goes, "Never mind." He turned around yeah. and he walked away. But True. so, so like with that aspect, that's funny, right? I like okay. it when they do it to other people. Yeah, but when but, it's you, it's like, fuck. Well, uh, some people do not like to be roasted. Yeah, you know, some people don't understand that yeah. that's part of the comment. Or they just they're real sensitive too, you know. And right now it's like we're living in a sensitive time. We can't say shit. I did a show with the Scientology. Um, like when I first started doing comedy, right? Fuck, they, they literally wanted to arrest me because I guess this place you can't drink, and oh, you know wow. I drink everywhere. Yeah. So I pulled up. I'm dressed like this. I have a talk in my pocket, and I'm drinking a shot. And the security's like, "Oh my god, is that alcohol, sir? What is that?" And I was like, "It's a talk here. It's a Budweiser." And he goes, "You cannot be here on premises with that alcohol." And I was like, "I'm part of the lineup. I'm like on the show, right?" One of the homies, he's a promoter. He passed away. I was like, I'm with the homie right here. And he goes, no. Okay. He literally threw me in the shack, right? And everybody's like, hey, come on, man. He's on the lineup. Big old deal, right? 
So I started fucking saying jokes in the shack, boom, in the little <laughs> security shack. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Fuck you, hey. Fuck, fuck you and Tom Cruise, hey. Oh, my God. They got so offended, dude. That's like their God. <laughs> Tom Cruise? Oh, yeah, dude. They get so offended about that shit. But I'm just saying it like, why are you so mad? Like, it's just it's just a comedy, you know? Like, But people, they, they get offended, you know? Another time I did a show at, uh, in Hollywood, at the Hollywood Improv. And uh, everybody who's heard my comedy knows that I'm like ghetto comedy. Like, hood motherfucker, right? So... I'm talking about fucking prostitutes and doing smoking crack, right? So I tell these people, oh, yeah, you guys got nice uh, hotels right here. You know, you, I said, my kind of hotels, we, we ain't got all this shit, right? We got the kind of hotel where you go down the street, pick up a hooker on the way back, pick up some crack. People start laughing. So I'm like, okay, they're good. The promoter comes up to me after and she goes, I'm sorry, but you can't return here. And I'm like, why? What? Like people were laughing. And she goes, there's people here asking for crack. And I was like, I don't even smoke crack. It's a, it's like a joke. <laughs> what do you mean? People were in the audience wanted crack now because you they were asking me for crack after the show. Like, hey, you know where I could get some crack? Well, it just goes to show that that, that it's everywhere, right? Exactly. It, but it, the lady was so mad because I brought it up and it, I guess, made them want to smoke crack. And I'm like, lady, I just said crack because it rhymed with the word on the way back. Yeah. And it sounded funny. And she goes, well, around here, we don't say that kind of stuff. It's it's they they people like to pretend something else is going on when you actually see something going on. Um, man, it's Hollywood. Come on, it, it, there's a whole bunch of stuff Crazy. going on yeah, that you know. But I guess they, they got to put up a front, right? It is what it is. It's it's crazy. I I just I just but I, the thing about me is I don't get butthurt. Like I told you earlier, the first time I did a show at the Ice House, like they didn't let me go up because I wasn't famous enough. I didn't have enough following. And my Hannah was mad, but she was like, you know what, that's fucking bullshit. You waited and waited and you can't even get on. So what I did is like, look, these kind of people, you can't like fight them by, by talking shit to them. They're white America. This is, this is, they have the power right here. Like this is their venue. So I said, if you want to fight these people, you have to fight them where it hurts. Be funnier. Come the next time and kill. So that's what I did. I did a show at the Ice House and, um. Nobody knew who I was. I pulled up, and they're like, who the fuck is this cholo, right? Didn't think nothing of it. I go up there, and I fucking killed. It was uh, at the ice house in the main room, right? So it's, like, packed. Boom. And um, nobody knows who I was, but I was fucking crushing. I was talking about this, my mama, their mama, and I was fucking on the floor. And <laughs> people were like, oh, my God, he's so funny. And I told him, hey, you know what? Thank you. And he's like, you want your recording? And I was like, nah, bro, you should keep that. And he's like, Why? And I was like, because that's the bottle that you didn't get, get on the mic last week. I was here last week. And he said, we want to book you again. And I was like, I'll come. But you know what? From now on, let's let's be, let's let judge a person by their character. Let's not, let's not, and, and that promoter doesn't work there no more. So that's good too, you know. Now it's a whole new staff, you know. And it sucks that people get judged like that. But it goes to show that there's, it's still going on, you know. Still some bullshit. But. Yeah, no, you know what? And it's it's not just happens in comedy. Sometimes it, it happens in, in all different levels of the industry. You know, it's it's like um, you know sometimes people click up and then and yeah. then you're the new guy and the and they and they they automatically like he's the outsider. Let's not let let's 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 step on him and yeah. not allow him to to come to be up. yeah to come up and be yeah. part of the group. But my mentality is the same as yours. It's like bring him up. You, you know, it's like talent's gonna eventually. 
you, gonna, it's gonna outshine, right? Yeah, yeah, so if you have agree. the talent and you keep on working hard enough, right? Eventually, yeah. it's gonna seep through the tracks and people are gonna recognize. Yeah. The reason why people do that, whether it be in music or comedy or YouTube or whatever, it it's it's that for sure. But the intimidation is because of their insecurities because exactly. they don't have That's it. The word. They don't have it. Exactly. It's like exactly. it's like oh shit, this guy's gonna take my my you know yeah. the bread out of my mouth. Yeah. But the reality is There's like enough bread for everybody. Exactly. Huh? There's Jesus enough. fed fucking 12 motherfuckers with one bread. Like, we could all eat. Huh? That's why I tell people, like, there's enough food for everybody. There's enough fun, fan bases. There's enough vatos fucking being funny on Instagram. People be like, why are you posting that? I post that too. Give a fuck. There's enough fucking followers, dog. There's enough trolls that are going to troll both of our accounts, right? Like, stop getting butter. Well, but. you know, it's funny how you say that about followers and stuff like that because the way I feel about followers is like this. Look, whether I have, um, you know, 40,000, 80,000, or just 1,000, right? Mm. It's in my best interest for my followers to follow you. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And then and then if your followers follow me, then it only helps us yeah, grow each, each other's other. platform. Exactly. So exactly. It, it, and, and that's the way it should be. But for some reason, it's like I don't, I don't own my my followers. Yeah, I don't yeah. own anybody. Yeah, right. You're just there so, to provide a good time, a good laugh, whatever your 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 mission is. You know exactly. That's 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 all we have. You know, people feel like I agree with that. People think, oh my god, I got two hundred thousand followers, but it's like, okay, I know people, I know comedians. I'll say this, I, I won't say names, but I've done shows with comedians that been on Comedy Central, fucking all this shit, have like a hundred something thousand followers, right? And I've done shows with them, and maybe one or two people will go for them. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I'm less followers, and I got more people. And, and you know what? The way I look at it is, like, I used to sell drugs. That's Everybody knows that. It is what it is. So the way I do my comedy is, like, if I'm selling a product, right? Like, my product is only as good as what I give you, right? So, like I said, I was in prison, and I used to read a lot, right? So a lot of lessons that I've learned is from books. And I read a great book, and it's called um, How to Make Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, right? In this book, he tells you that people want to feel important. So let's say if I know your name, right? Let's say it's Manuel. Well, I don't know your name. I know you by tacos and workouts, right? <laughs> but let's say your name was Lewis. Yeah. And every time I see you at work, I'm like, hey, Lewis, you're doing a great job today. You'll be like, damn, motherfucker fucker knows my name but let's say i don't give a shit about you and i don't know your name that looks bad right so i feel like the more you personalize with people the more you come uh accommodate associate the better the relationship is so that's how i do my comedy when i do comedies with shows i tell them hey what's up my name is victor young bees boom what's your name beatrice hey beatrice so next time i have a comedy show i send them a message i follow up hey uh nancy thank you for coming last show would you want to come this time? Nancy is not looking at it like, oh, it's a post. Everybody's looking at it. Nancy's like, damn, I feel personalized. Like, this is something cool. He went out of his way to tell me, you know, and, and I feel like that's what people want, you know? Like, my lady works for a big company, right? And every year, that big company, you know what they do? They send all their customers Christmas cards. Why? Because that's like telling them thank you. So the way I do my comedy is like, I'm telling you, thank you for coming. Thank you for spending those $10, you know. Thank you for watching this podcast, you know. Yeah. You got to be grateful because you're only as good as the people who support you. Whether, like you said, it's 100, 1,000, or 10,000, you know. That's 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 what I feel, you know. So just, I feel like just do it. Just be you. 
Yeah, that's definitely a way to do it, man. Yeah. So, so your um, your comedy, right? It's it's strictly based on your past experiences and stuff like yes. that. And then um, sometimes people will try to heckle you when you're on stage. How do you oh, do, how do you how do you deal uh, with that, man? The way I look at it is like I don't get mad. Like I, I don't get like those a lot of fools will be like, oh my god, you know, long socks look like medias, and I'm like, hey, my boy, how, how you know what medias are? Like you be, are you wearing medias? Like I'll just turn it on them, you know, because instead of getting mad. It's like just be, just be, always be funny about it. Like don't, because the way I look at it is like the minute that Vato won or took that from you, he took that, you know, he took that moment, and, and it's hard to get that momentum back, you know. So I say just either pause or be like, okay, thank you, you know, I'm good, good looking now, you know. But but don't let it get the best of you, know. But you but you actually hear them. You actually hear, hear them. them actually talking to you. I'll acknowledge them. I acknowledge you. Them. Will I, I have? I've had shows. I, I did one in uh, Southgate where these hyenas are drunk as fuck, right? And they're like, "Oh my god, who you calling bitch?" And I was like, "I'm not calling nobody bitch. I'm referring to bitches. There's a lot of bitches out there. You know, bitches is crazy." Oh, uh, okay. As long as it's not me. And I was like, "Clearly, you feel like I singled you out." Like, well, well, that's their their fault. Their fault for self-identify yeah, themselves exactly. as that. So that's exactly. that's beyond your control, right? Exactly. Well, so that's what I say. I'm like, hey, you know what? And then at the end of the show, I'll be like, give it up for the bitches in the left corner. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who are you calling the bitch? Uh, at the end, I'll give them, hey, send them a beer. The fuck up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a show. It's yeah, a comedy show. Yeah, so it's, 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 short, it's huh? you're there for entertainment, right? Exactly. But fools will fight. I've been at fucking fundraisers where fool wants to fight me. And I'm like, dude, I'm not. This guy was so pissed because his high enough follows me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I did a fundraiser somewhere. I won't say where. But um, I'm like, you know, the thing about me, I drink food. So I'm drinking. I'm fucking turned up. And we're taking shots and partying. And the girl's like this. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, whatever. Like, hey, you. Like, Thanks for coming, you know. And the fool's pissed. He's like walking back and forth. And he's like, oh. and I'm just like, what the <laughs> fuck is this fool doing? So I'm drinking. I'm not paying attention to him. My highness, like, babe, this motherfucker's tripping. And I was like, oh, who? Like, I'm not from this area. Like, I'm from a gang, but I'm not from here. What are you tripping on? So come down the next day, fool, the high end message. She's like, oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. My man wanted to fight you. And I'm like, really? Why? Well, because he follows you and you like my pictures. And I'm like, really? Like, who has that kind of time, dude? Like, <laughs> he wants to fight. Go fight the war. Go, go to another country. Enlist in the army. Join a gang. I don't know. <laughs> You know, fight me because your hyena follows me. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's, right. it's it's funny that you bring that topic up, man. Stupid. Because you know what? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> because because I know a lot of autos that they they, they, they want to get down with everybody, right? They want to get Why? down. They're like walking around anywhere. They walk at the Starbucks. <laughs> hey, hey, fool, what's up? What what what? what? I'm like, dude, you're Starbucks, homie. Or Slow or like, it down, my yeah, boy. They're, they're at the Walmart or whatever. <laughs> they're looking for reasons to fight, yeah. right? And, and and I'm not thinking, motherfucker, you like so, fighting so much? Join a fucking gym, bro. Yes, like, like, MMA. Yeah, we fucking MMA go fighter. Go throw putazos and get paid for yeah. it, bro. Go you get paid go for get it. it. You can't go to Black Friday because you come up with a fucking black guy and shit on. Sad. <laughs> but you know why they don't do that, right? They're scared. Yeah, because okay. it's... it's they're going to get their ass kicked. Exactly, exactly. People want to pick on somebody, you know, because they're beer balls. 
or they're just like, oh, fucking take them. Like, come on. It really it's like I'm 40, we're 40 something. We have no reason to be fighting like we're teenagers. Come on, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. The, the way the way I look at it is like, you know what? Um, we, we've made it this far, right? Right? Yeah. Everybody has had like different, life diff- uh, different like, their life experiences, but we're, we're, we're in the same uh, fork in the road now, right? Exactly. On the same boat. Yeah, now we're, we're, in, the, we're in the same uh, path. Now, are you going to do something? That you're gonna go away for thirty years? Yeah, come out when you're seventy, and, and that's a, that's a, that's something that people don't realize. You know, back in the nineties and the two thousands, you could shoot somebody, you could stab somebody, and get ten years manslaughter. You know, or beat a kid. Not you're fucking getting stretched out. I was just a, I got arrested in two thousand nineteen, COVID. Right, fuck. Everybody was going to prison. Twenty years, thirty years, a hundred years, two hundred years. It's like, who's gonna live two hundred years, dog? Not only that, but it's, it was that one hyena really worth 200 years. Exactly. Like, fight for, fight for your family, fool. Fight for your life. Fight for your kids. Fight for what you believe in. Don't fucking fight for some bullshit. Right? Yeah. I mean, but if you feel that strong about it, go ahead. And there's going to be a place right there with a sandwich and a fucking bed. You're going to be kicking back right there. But I guarantee you, you're going to regret it. Because the hyena's going to leave you. The hyena's going to leave you. Your family's going to forget you. You're gonna be left with nothing, though. And and that and that's kind of like what 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 that kind of mentality will get yeah. you get yeah. you there. And honestly, that's some the pe- truth. Some people learn and some people don't, man. Yeah. In the end, I feel like everybody learns, you know, or die or die learning. You know, when you're fucking like, oh shit, I'm gonna fucking die. You're like, fuck, I regret it. And then they have that regret and the the last breath of the so life. So why they, they why regret. live in regrets? And that's why I was telling you, like, that's how I'm living my life. Good now, like my goal is to like honestly, I'm gonna, I'm almost, I'm done with my book already, so I'm gonna publish it, sell that motherfucker, and my goal is to not work. Fool. I don't, I don't want to work no more. I want to be a motivational speaker. Fool. I want to be a motivational speaker. Work for myself, you know, because the thing about me is I was in jail for a lot of years, fool. and I never got to go to parent conference. I, you know, I, I never got to do shit for my kids. Fool. I'm, I, I admit it, I'm a piece of shit dad. Fool. Now. I, I'm working on that. I'm being better. You know, I'm working to have a connection with my kids, and I am. They're better. They follow me. We talk. We come on the weekends. It's cool, right? But my goal, honestly, you know, everybody wants to get rich and take care of the world. You know, I don't want that. You know what I want to do? I want to be financially stable so I can drop off my kids in school, you know, pick them up from school so I can join the fucking PTA and sell fucking cookies, dude. Like, I want what nobody else wants. Where everybody's like, fuck, I got to go to a fucking field trip. I want to go to a field trip. I want to be the fucking study buddy. Everybody line up. Come on, guys. You know, that's the best point of life. You know, what's the point of you working, work, 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 work. And you can't, you never spend time with your kids. You're putting, you know, I always told my kids, you know what? I told my, my kid's 15 right now, right? And I told her, you know what? I'm sorry I was a bad father because I did provide for you and I put food on the table. But you know what? I was never at that table. We never ate as a family. Like, I set a bad example for you, so now I'm doing it better. You know, I call them, I text them, hey, Mika, how you doing? I love you. Good luck. Like, whatever. You know, like, just little things. Because I feel like that's what they want. You could buy Jordans for them, fool. She don't care. She just wants you. You know, like, that's something that I learned the hard way, you know. And if you're out there, just think about that, you know. What's more important? 
yeah for family sure, for sure man man you know that that's one thing i love about this podcast mm-hmm. man yeah, meeting interesting people like yourself people yes. that actually have something to say and yeah. and, and you to share and, a message and, and, yeah and, and you start to realize that you know sometimes you you know somebody and you think you know them and the more you talk to them you realize like different like damn cool fuck, i'm like huh? me, me and beeps have a lot in common it's like right. he's talking right now and i'm like his life goals are similar to my life exactly, goals man right. and and i totally agree like um you know like right right now i'm, I'm already starting to think for retirement that's good and it, and it's like because no guarantee you gonna make it to 67 exactly fucking diabetes die from eating a fucking taco you could, you could get a fucking you could get covid tomorrow in sas yes that's that's or, or you could be walking down the street you know what running uh, over hitting so, right yeah, yeah it's crazy fool. the chupacabras comes bite you in the ass <laughs> and you stubo, you know yeah. so it, it's that's the way life is so yeah. definitely like prepare to um you know live for today live for today her. provide for your for your family and whatnot you know yeah, but um like my trip right now is is uh you know, like how, how we were talking earlier that you're a product of your environment, yeah, right? I agree with that. So we grew up in the same environment, yeah. right? I don't I don't portray myself to be who I used to be. That's and, good. Pe- and people look at me like, oh, that, that fool's soft. And I'm like, I'm like, you don't know who I was or what, you, you know, whatever, but I'm glad yeah. I'm no longer like that, yeah, right? Th- that's good. But if if the product in my environment would have been like this, so somebody would come up to me and tell me, "Look, you're 20 right now. You could retire by the time you're 40 and and, and be a millionaire." I, I would have listened. Be. You would have, yeah, because I I know I know the secrets to do that now. Yes, but, but you see, it's like just because I know how to do that now, I I probably in in uh you know it's gonna take me about 15 years to actually become a millionaire and actually retire That's good, when man. I could have retired at 40. Imagine. But but I didn't learn the secrets of success until until a, a, a later in life. That's so good. to me, um, I'm constantly trying to help people. Whether it's trying to teach them how to how to uh, you know do the podcast right, um, you know, or, or or tell them how to invest their money or something like that. Because because Latinos we don't invest. We don't we spend, spend that, that, the quinceanera, that, that. the ranfla, the lowrider, right, uh, the wedding, right. You taking that shit to heaven on me. And, and you know what? It's it's like you spend thirty thousand dollars on a wedding, and then and then you're uh, she cheats on you. She cheats on you. He's a fucking carnicero from el super. Fuck, that's right, bad. man. That's all bad. It's really bad, man. But that's that's how it is, man. I agree. I agree with that, dog. I feel like we uh we need to invest. We need to, you know, people are like you said, are investing in low investing yourself. Like you said, you're watching your health. You feel happy. It doesn't matter what nobody says. Everybody's uh oh, fuck that vooch. At least now you're fucking. Maybe back then you were fucking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you can't fuck. You know, back in the days you You know, now you feel more bad. Hey, 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 you know what the Big Bang right? Theory is? The Big Bang Theory is when the uh, planets. Well, there was a big explosion. <laughs> it was 13.7 trillion years ago that it happened. <laughs> That's wrong, homie. It's when you see two really fat oh. people and you ask yourself, <laughs> how do they bang? That's good. That's good. Dog. I thought you were gonna get smart on me. I was like, "Orale, Sheldon." Yeah, you got me. Though you got me. That was good. I was like, hey, "Hold on, I know this one." Yeah, I have. A, I have a couple jokes written yeah, here and there. Hold on. I'm that's telling good. you, man. Listen. That's a quick question. That's good. Ooh, yeah, that's man. Good. I like that. I like look, that. Look, man. Um, I, I think that's gonna be it for today. Oh, I yeah. can't wait to actually work on the same stage yeah, with it's you, It's going to happen. Fool. And, yeah. and like I said, I'm the kind of comedian I will put you on. Fool. I've put on a lot of good comedians. Fool. And um, when they first started, and even they're blowing up. Dog. They're blowing up. And I always keep in contact with them. And um, I message them. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm proud of you, girl. I'm proud of you, my boy. Woo. Because I feel like that's what we need encouragement. You know, most Latinos, they'll be like, oh, fuck that fool. Oh, he's dancing all day. Oh, he's saying jokes. 
well, let's encourage ourselves. You know, let's end this by saying, hey, you know what? Instead of saying, fuck that fool, say, hey, you know what? Hooray for that fool. That's right. That's firme, that vato's doing that. Hey, you know what? Let's go eat tacos and then work out, right? That's right. That's right. Thank you for having me on your your podcast, Big Dog. I appreciate it. You know what? Before we forget, man, you've you've had, um, you know, success. You've I house the improv. Uh um, What is it? The House of Blues, right? The House of Blues. (laughs) I've done the Comedy Store, Braille Improv. Hollywood Improv, Irvine Improv. I've done mostly all the comedy so, shows. So there's, there's no denying, you know, yeah. who you are and what Coming you do, up, man. Like but, it or not. And hey, he's Tina there. Turner, fully <laughs> legs is rolling. It shows what he, who yeah. he is and what he's doing. But you have, before we forget, you have an upcoming show pretty soon, so right? Let's not I forget about a, that. I'm going to do, I have actually two shows. I have one that I'm going to be doing here in the city of Long Beach on December 20th. So all the homies in Long Beach, make sure you tune in. It's going to be right here on... 201 uh, Pine Street, right here, downtown Long Beach. It's going to be um, December 20th. This is Tuesday. It's going to be a Taco Tuesday kind of event. It's going to be a great lineup. Uh, I'll post that flyer and I'll shoot you the info so you can tag it on the thing. And then uh, January 7th, I'm doing my comedy special, right? Because I do a lot of collaborations with people, but on January 7th, I'm having my special. It's going to be recorded. Um, I'm going to be in the city of LA. It's going to be. Um, it's a nice venue. We're going to have VIP section, bottle service, the whole shebang. It's going to be me and uh, Francis Clay. He's a, he's a really funny comedian. He's been on Comedy Central, like HBO, fucking Backyard Boogies, all that, right? But um, like I say, uh, same thing. I'll shoot you the link and put it up there and just, you know, let's just support each other. That's all I'm going to say, man. Young Beef's comedy. All oh, right, yeah. man. Thanks a lot. We'll Thank see you, you guys later. Thank you.